Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, and I'll be your Dungeon Master. I'm Adam Deweese, and I will be your illithid cleric, Dr. Shepard. I'm Megan Kelleher, and I will be your human monk, Ava Elkin. I'm Rob Clark, and I will be your Warforged Artificier, Info Fuscat. I'm Whitney Mullins, and I'll be playing Rita Nove and ASMR Bard. And I'm Patrick Collins, playing Kanan Vergas, the Tiefling Wild Magic Sorcerer. Now the giant's turn. He's going to look at the two gith and be like, I thought you were my friends! And he's going to backhand the one that had stabbed him, essentially. Um, He's not going to hit him with the sword or anything, but he seems pretty angry. We will then move to the gith yankee. The gith are going to turn and, of course, um, see Ava dart out of the crevice that she was hiding in, and they're going to attempt to slice at her with their swords. Each of them will have disadvantage. 21 for one of them, and 10 for the other. Yeah, one of them still hits, but one of them does get the giant. Can you do your deflect missiles? I can't do deflect missiles unless it's a ranged weapon attack. For four damage, and the other one hits the giant for six. Okay. I'm still up, no problem. You get hit with one of them, but one of them straight up just stabs a giant in the thigh, and he is hissed. Good. He goes, Ah! You no friends! You just enemies! That's right. And, um, gonna skip past the Gyogi, because now the Gyogi is, like I said, he's, he's just, he's not like a skilled warrior, he's just a big, giant Gyogi with, like, these hammers. He could be dangerous, but at this moment... He's just panicking. He's used to just kind of being in control. There's never been, like, an uprising like this, especially within, like, three minutes of them showing up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip over Lita, who is just continuing to run up these stairs. It took a few minutes to get down here, so she would just be just running. Um, back to Info. Info. It seems like it's working. You seem to be egging this thing on. He is very angry. Um, You don't know necessarily that he considers you an ally, but it's almost like he considers everyone an enemy at this point. He certainly has his attention focused on this Gith Yankee that he already tried to backhand and then stabbed him in the thigh. Uh, I would like to try and pick up a rifle and put my sash of holding. Okay. So stealth check or sleight of hand? Yeah, sleight of hand. 19. So yeah, you're able as you're laying on the ground to grab one of those rifles and pull it towards you. You're going to put it into the bag of holding, or are you going to use it? I'm going to put it in the bag of holding like one of those magic tricks where you pull like a flagpole out of a magic hat. It's just going to go whoop. Yeah, you grab this rifle, and it just disappears seemingly into midair. <laughs> I'm going to yell to the giant, You do a great buddy, man. You take him out, and we'll get out of here. I'll buy you a goat to eat or something. And that's the end of my turn. We go to Ava. Ava, you see one of these rifles disappear essentially into his palm, which you know he's just holding that bag of holding. Incredible. Uh, so which one of these is unarmed? The one th- to the north or the south here? So they both dropped their rifles and pulled out their swords. 
because they were so close to you all. They both still have their mm-hmm. blades, but neither of them have their rifles. There's one rifle laying on the ground right here between the giant and the, the gift that's like slightly further away from you, but they're both kind of like you know, seven feet away or something. Okay. Um, for my action, I want to try to do some sort of like unarmed strike or grapple or something to try and get the sword out of one of their hands. Yeah, it would just be like at a strength. You could rush forward and try to pull them out of their hands, or did you want to try to like like your rugby, like pop it out from behind their elbow, like with some sort of sleight of hand, like a dexterity type move? Yeah, that would be better for me, would be like a sleight of hand, like catching them by surprise. Right, well, you're not, they no longer have their backs to you, but I mean, it, you know, it's possible, especially now that they're, you can see that they're both like understanding this giant is kind of becoming enraged at this moment. Right. Okay, so I guess sleight of hand, um, God, I'm gonna burn this dice. I only got a an 11. An 11. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna just roll a strength check. Nine. So you're able to just kind of pop it out of their grip and then yank it out of their hand. Uh, okay. Okay, so you managed to just rip one of their swords right out of their hands. Can I grab the rifle as a free action? (laughs) It's on the ground. You can try to, like, kick it away from you or something. I don't know that you'd have time to bend over and pick it up. Yeah, well, okay, I'll definitely kick it. Maybe I'll kick it towards Info, and he'll know what to do. And then I'm going to do, I'm going to spend a key point to do patient defense back behind the giant and, like, retake my post as, like, trying to get them to hit the giant instead of me. So patient (laughs) defense just puts you back in dodge as a bonus action. Okay, yeah, so you're able to snatch away that sword right out of one of their hands you kick the rifle that's on the ground back a couple feet closer to info and you were just ready for your next turn to happen when we get to kanan kanan rolled a death saving throw and got a a 16 so that's two successes and one failure now we get to the giant the giant just straight up swings his sword now at this gith yankee that had stabbed him directly in the thigh and already sliced him once before he seems like he's done messing around with these Kith Yankee. Even with the disadvantage imposed, it is a 23. It's a good thing it didn't hit one of you because he's going to hit him for 16 damage. Yeah. <laughs> he hits him and you see him just bleeding as this massive wound opens up in his stomach. Yeah. Um, the giant's going to use his multi-attack. I like this guy. He is pissed. And with this advantage, you got an 18. Love this guy. 26 more damage. So it's in him vertically, and he just turns the blade. And he has this massive, very wide, like, you know, it's like a nine-inch wide blade, and he just turns it. So now there's like a hole in his stomach the size of like a paint can, and this Gith Yankee just drops to the ground dead, bleeding all over the ground. <laughs> the other Gith Yankee is going to look up terrified, and just like start kind of trembling and he's going to look down and, and realize he is no longer has the rifle there and he's just the one that has the remaining sword he's going to attempt to stab the giant 15 to hit which breaks the AC and he gets hit for 13 damage he's like stabs him and the giant just lets out a growl it does not seem to be that bad in the grand scheme of things The other Gith Yankee over here sees what's going on. He's going to raise his rifle and take a shot for a nine. It misses the giant and right over its shoulder. 
and it actually goes whizzing right past your face, Ava, and it just ricochets across against one of the walls behind you. The attack missed. Nice. The Yogi is going to be like, what's, what's happening? What's wrong? As he's seeing the giant start to freak out, Lita is going to continue running, and Info, this rifle has been kicked to you by Ava. What are you going to do? I'm Jeremy. And I'm Jerundu. And we are the hosts of Dice Talk on the Majestic Goose Podcast Network. Dice Talk is a Dungeons and & Dragons and tabletop podcast that dives into the deep topics of tabletop role-playing games. Join us as we speak with passionate content creators, podcasters, authors, and more as we discuss all manner of tabletop and geek-related content. Dice Talk is a bi-weekly show, so we're hitting your podcatchers with fresh new episodes every other week. Filling your ears with exclusive interviews and conversations that you can't find anywhere else. Every episode is a new opportunity to hear from different creators in the tabletop community and just talk about Dungeons and Dragons and any other tabletop games that have made us who we are. Dice Talk, now on the Majestic Goose Podcast Network. Make sure you check us out and subscribe so you never miss an episode. A Majestic Goose Podcast. You find yourself in the midst of an endless frozen field. This would be difficult terrain for all but the most elite warriors, but you're no stranger to this punishing climate. You stand alone with nothing but your trusted silver blades and your most resplendent custom-made armor. This is it, the final encounter in a quest for gold that's brought you all over the world. You've been training your whole life for this, and you're ready. If this sounds exciting, have we got great news for you about competitive figure skating. Join us at the Ice Tea Podcast, the podcast where we spill the tea on figure skating. Whether you're a diehard fan or you're just so Yuri on Ice once and you thought it looked kind of cool, we're here to recap major events, interview your favorite skaters, break down the drama, and do the incredibly important sports journalism of rating the quality of plushies thrown out onto the ice. We may not be technical specialists, but we are comedians with a lot to say. Check us out at bit.ly slash Ice Tea Podcast or by searching the Ice Tea Podcast wherever you get your pods. From the city that brought you Kentucky Fried Chicken, Sluggers, and Muhammad Ali comes Roll for Weird, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. Join Philbert Fogel, Doomsday Prepper, and Expert. I mean, I'm kind of like the, the linchpin that's keeping everything together in the group. Laysath, the Divine, and the Sensible. And I still owe him my life, so I would have to end yours. It would be a mess. Shadow, the edgy initiate. I trust him with my life. I don't know if I trust him with, you know, my bank account or my car or something like that. Misty Charlotte Palladino, spellslinger and trench coat enthusiast. But I haven't set anything on fire that I haven't meant to set on fire. Silas Lancaster, elderly vampire. There's only one Philbert. They broke the mold when they made Philbert. And Dragon Bait as the Creeper Keeper. Silas, get back in your room! Roll for Weird on Twitch. Streaming monthly. New podcast episodes every other Friday. Available on Apple or wherever you find your podcasts.
And info, this rifle has been kicked to you by Ava. What are you going to do? Is it worth picking up a rifle and making myself a target? Uh, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to yell, Don't worry, my big boy. I'm going to call you Tony. Let's go get these bastards. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot the Gith Yankee in the stomach that he cut in the stomach. I'm prepared to, I'm prepared to lose it all for this giant. <laughs> what if that was how it was in real life? Like, you just never asked anybody their name. You just gave them one. <laughs> you can't just call it whatever you want. That's what you guys did with Tucker. Well, that was different. Tucker is an asshole. This giant's my life now. All right, so yeah, what are you going to... You're going to shoot at it? What did you Ugh, get? A five. Yeah, you're not used to using rifles like this, and you just, you know, you, like, grab it, you're, like, fumbling it in your hands, and you just fire as fast as you can before someone has a chance to stab you, and you miss. You have a bonus action. Yeah, I'm going to hide in that crevice to reduce my profile. You'd have to move forward about ten feet. It's, like, right behind where the dead Githyanki is. So 21, and you're able to just kind of, like, see this chaos that's going on with this giant swing and his giant blade and everything, and you kind of duck under him and just disappear. Ugh, saw nothing, bitches! As you disappear, Ava, what are you going to do? You saw him take your hiding spot. I feel that the Githyanki and the... The remaining Githyanki and the giant are sufficiently pissed at each other at this point. So I believe what I'm going to do is run over to uh, where Kanan is. I'm going to Hands of Healing him. Uh, oh no, Hands of Harm. <laughs> uh, wrong button, wrong button. Oh, I can't stop. <laughs> no, I think I, I'm going to Hands of Healing him and that's going to be... F- okay, so you get two hit points, Kanan, which is not great, but... That's the average for this crew. Yeah, some would say. And, uh, and then I'm going to spend my last key point to do patient defense and that means I'm just taking the dodge action as a bonus action after you end your turn we go to Kanan Kanan you open your eyes you are now awake and you have 2 HP you see Ava standing above you you see the gift Yankee standing beside her and you see the Gyogi panicking as it just moves around in a circle, waving these hammers around. Ooh, I am alive! How close is this other gith that's over here next to me? Uh, the gith that is closest to you is maybe, you know, four feet away. It's right It's right beside you and Ava. Does he still have his rifle out? He does, yes. He just shot it, attempted to shoot Ava, missed, and then she came sprinting right at him. And then healed you. Well, I'm out of third level spells, so I can't do anything cool. So I will stand up with half of my movement. And I will cast another ice knife Mm. and throw it at the gith over by the hill giant. 17. All right, 17 hits. So did they make a dex save, or is that for the people around them? The creature and anyone within five feet of him have to make a dex save. Okay, so yeah, you throw it across the room, it hits the one that's closest to the giant, and both the giant and the Githyanki that had just been hit are going to make a dexterity saving throw. Rolls a 13, the Githyanki does. He saves. And the giant rolls a 15. They both save. 
Alright, so it hits him in the back, and the Githyank takes the nine piercing damage. But as it shatters, it, it doesn't hit anything. Would you like to do anything else? I think that's it. That is my action. I'm. That's my turn. The giant's going to pull that sword back, and uh, still being in this kind of like choke point, it's it's kind of still difficult for it to wield its very large blade. So we'll have disadvantage again as it swings to the Githyanki that you just hit with your ice knife. With disadvantage, the giant rolls a twenty-two. Tony, Tony, Tony would have fucked y'all up. Yeah. Good thing I made him our friend. <laughs> That's true. Tony would never do that to us. He's our friend. <laughs> He's always been our friend. He hits him for 17 damage. With the giant's second attack, it's going to get a 19 with disadvantage. Yeah, you're all pretty lucky that these attacks aren't directed at you. For another 18 damage. Between the 24, the 18, and the 9, the second Githyanki gets sliced literally in half and falls to the ground in two very gruesome pieces and just drops. And Info, you were staring at two extremely rare, extremely valuable, extremely sharp Githyanki blades laying on the ground in front of you next to these dead bodies. The giant is going to let out a... and start charging towards Kanan... Ava, the Githyanki, and the Gyogi, as that Githyanki just actively tried to shoot him. And uh, now it's the Gith's turn. The Gith is going to, like, step back in panic and attempt to stab the giant that is running towards all of you with a 12, so he misses. This thing is just coming up on him far too quickly. He kind of stumbles back, is having to do everything he can not to trip over the Gyogi's spindly legs as he's skittering around and the Gyogi itself is going to see that Kanan is up and attempt in a desperate act of heroism to run around the backside of the Githyanki and try his best to swing one of those hammers at Kanan. 13 to hit. That misses. Okay, He does his extra attack for a natural 20. That'll work. Or the first one misses, and then his offhand hits. So it's not going to deal as much damage, but it's still a net 20. He will not get his bonus to it. So he <sighs> right in the side of the head for seven damage. I am unconscious. Kanan drops back down to the ground. Lita, you are running. It's only been like a minute. You're like a quarter of the way up there. So we will go to Info. Info, what are you doing? This whole group has moved kind of far away from you. And you just see laying in front of you two corpses with two Githyanki swords. You already have two of their rifles. I'm going to stash the other firearm into my sash of holding. And then I'm going to grab the swords. So you're just dual wielding Githyanki shorts, or long swords? Yes. I mean, look cool. Hell yeah. I mean, it'll cool. look badass. I don't know how it'll turn out. Yeah. Are you like General Grievous? Can you just spin your wrists? I can, actually. That's how I do all my, like, tamping when I have Rodney when he's not doing the hard work. So I'll move over to here. Can I, like, take a swing at that, uh, at Peter Parker there, the spider guy? Yeah. I want to do that swing with the sword. Are they, they're not, like, two-handed swords. It's just, like, two one-handed swords, right? Yeah. Well, they are long swords, so they're versatile, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to swing with the sword. So it would be a 16 I would consider this flanking, so you can roll with advantage. So 19 plus proficiency is 21. You definitely hit. 
and you can add your dexterity to the attack, to the actual damage, but you do hit. So you set a 14 for one and a 19 for the other? Yeah. All right, they both hit. 2d6. Uh, the first one will be a 10, and then the second one is 5. You slash at this Yogi for 15 damage. Um, this thing's pretty big. It, like, turns around and it rears its spider-like legs up into the air, and you slice off two of its six legs. It lets out a yell and kind of falls forward, like, realizing it can't balance very well as it's just bleeding all over the ground. I'm gonna help you, Tony! Ava, it's your turn. The, I'll just do an unarmed strike against the, the Nyogi, um, or two unarmed strikes against the Nyogi. Try and kick him in his dumb spider knees. Kick him in the fanny pack. One of them is a 23, and the other one is a 18. Both of those hit this poor Neogi. Heck yeah. Right in the fanny pack. I get it. Just one, two, two kicks right in the fanny pack. Um, and that's going to be for... Let me roll Is it bad that I envisioned you doing, like, the crane kick from Karate Kid? Oh, no, I did too, but, like, really fast, so I got in two of them. So the first one's going to be for five damage, and the second one's going to be for... Five more damage, so just a couple, couple like a couple soft, gentle kicks to the fanny pack. Ten total. Well, this Neogi is not nearly as strong as the Githar, which is why he's just in charge of hammers. <laughs> so, what does it look like as you kill him? Oh god! Oh my god! I think um, I almost wonder if it's not that I literally kill him, but that. I destroy his fanny pack and it and as his belongings where his, fly where his out of heart it. Is, yeah, is no, held. he's like lost his will to live. This is all he wants, and he curls up like you know when a spider like gets wet or something. He just curls up because he's lost the will to live. His fashion, <laughs> pride, and joy has come apart at the seams. So what's the point? So you stab him, and he's like on the ground bleeding. But when he looks down and realizes the fanny pack's gone, he just doesn't fight the toll of death that's coming for him and um you'll see him collapse to the ground and his spider legs like shrivel up and uh he just dies looks really pathetic especially without that fanny pack yeah because i made him look so cool and then without it it's like who is he so wait just to just to clarify you kicked it and it like exploded or it just broke off of him I think it exploded. Like, I think I kicked it so hard it exploded. I just gotta steal it if we kill him. <laughs> no, that's right. Well. No, like that thing starts gone. Okay, um... Hey, you can get two Githyanki swords, but you can't get a Neogi fanny pack, alright? That's like, they'll hunt you across the galaxy. After that happens, it is going to be Kanan's turn. Cannon, make a death saving throw, please. Failure. All right, one failure, and we'll move to the giant. The giant is going to... Now it's in an area where it can swing its blade much more proficiently. It's no longer restricted because you have all moved into this more open room where the mining tools are being kept. And it is going to hit for a 21 with its first attack. It's going to swing for a 14 with its second attack, which will miss, but it's still going to hit that first one. Which, as you all have seen, is quite a lot. 3d8 plus 5. It's going to hit it for 15 more damage. You'll just see the blade go into its stomach and erupt out its back. And it's going to just fall to the ground dead. Why couldn't you just be my friends? 
And right when that happens, you'll just hear a voice go, ENOUGH! And you notice that behind them, the space elf, alongside the wolf-sized winged rat, is standing there. And he holds out his palm. There is a flash of light. And he casts Fireball. This is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into the story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse. You never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose Network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.